Hello and welcome to episode two of the Single Today podcast. My name is Ryan Weckman. I've been a single pastor for a long, long time. I'm really passionate about helping people navigate the singleness space. Now, this podcast is a supplement to a book I have coming out called Single Today because there is so much to this topic that didn't make the book. Like I got to the end of, of writing it and realized that I have like three more books that I could cover here. Instead, I decided to make a podcast. This podcast is like the cutting room floor for the book. And so over the next few months, we're going to cover all sorts of ground. And today's episode is about a line one of my best friends said to me a couple months ago. One of those lines that's just stuck with me that I've been thinking about ever since. And it's called, they don't know you're struggling. Okay, so I've had a small group I've been meeting with for 16 years. We started it back in 2008. We're in it all through college. And then after college, everyone moved to different parts of the country. They got married. They started families. And so meeting becomes a, a challenge. But we've made it a habit to do our best to get together once a year. We spend about four days together. We go somewhere fun, take some time to, to exhale but then we check in with each other. Like we each spend an hour or two talking about the real stuff, what's really going on, the, the struggles, the worries, the highs, but more importantly, the lows. And we pray for each other. It's become this, this really important rhythm in our lives. Well, last year, one of the guys who was coming off of a, an extra hard year was, was checking in. He was telling us about the highs, but then uh, about the lows, how, how everything he was experiencing and, and, and the lessons that he was learning uh, along the way. And at the end of the check-in, he dropped this truth bomb, this line that I haven't stopped thinking about. He said there were moments throughout the year where he was struggling and in the middle of struggling began wondering where everyone was at, like wondering why Everybody wasn't checking in on him. Because by the way, this is the guy, like most stable humans, human beings that I know. He's, he's that guy, the, the one who has it all figured out. Like he's on it. He, he's the one we all call when we need some stability, some security, some strength. So to hear him talk about how he was struggling and simultaneously wondering where we were all at, was, it, was, it was tough to hear. But then he said this line. And this is the one. He said, I had to realize that other people can't read my mind. They don't know I'm struggling. You know how like we hear sentences all the time. The average person hears 20 to 30,000 words every day. So most of those words just go in one ear and out the other. But then every once in a while, Someone says something that strikes a chord. It sticks with you at, at a soul level. That line has stuck with me other, ever since. Other people can't read my mind. They don't know I'm struggling. And like, of course, at some level, you can always tell when someone is down or when somebody goes silent on you. But the truth is, Humans are really good at hiding things. Like we're good at covering up. We're good at convincing people that we're doing better than we actually are. 
And that's true for all people, but I wanted to make this the theme of episode two of Single Today, the podcast, because it's especially true for us single people. Like when you're married, you have someone else in your life constantly checking in on you. Like you, I'm sure you can fool them at some level, but it's tough to hide from the person who knows you better than anyone else in the world. For us single people, it can be a lot easier to build up some walls, to create a, like a hard exterior and convince people we're doing better than we actually are. And then in the middle of the struggle, the enemy starts whispering in your ear. Like, see, no one actually cares about you. And that's not true. Of course, people care about you. They just can't read your mind. As single people, it's so easy to fall into this trap. It's a trap where we don't want to do the hard work of checking in with our community, but, but we do want to have our community checking in on us. I believe we call that a double standard, but it's real, man. I fall into this trap all the time. Here's a a simple example, checking emails. So tell me if you resonate with this at all. Actually, I'm just speaking into a camera right now, so you can't really tell me if you're resonating with this, but say amen in your car anyways, or wherever you are listening to this. I try not to check my emails obsessively throughout the day. Like I have a designated time for it because when I do log on to check my email, I have one of two reactions and both are negative. Okay. Reaction number one, I log on and there are a ton of new emails. I realize I got a bunch of people I got to get back to. And when that happens, I usually sigh, roll my eyes, wish people would just leave me alone and say things like, don't they know? Like, don't they know I have important work to do? Or reaction number two, I log on and there are no new important emails, like a couple of promotional emails or whatever that I don't care about. And guess what? When that happens, I usually sigh, roll my eyes, wish people would just get back to me already. Like, don't they know how important I am? You see the problem here, right? (laughs) The reason I have to have like a 30-minute window when I check my emails, because to be clear, no one else is to blame for this problem but me. I don't want to have to respond to people, but I do want to have people respond to me. I know, double standard, pray for me. My point is, I feel like we do the same thing with community. I don't want to have to do the hard work of being vulnerable, but I definitely want close friendships and community. But you can't have one without the other. Because again, people can't read your mind. They don't know you're struggling. And so my goal in today's episode is to call out this lie, to name it, to help you see it, to be able to tell when you're doing it. And that may not completely fix it for you. Like you may not bat a thousand from here on out, but seeing it is half the battle. Because then when you start to feel lonely, when you start to get down and that thought comes up that nobody cares about you, oh, they're all sick of you. They don't want to hear about your problems. That's why they're ignoring you. You can pause, 
remind yourself that you're doing it again. You're falling into the trap. And in that moment, you can preach to yourself, my friends can't read my mind. My friends can't read my mind. Then you pick up your phone, you reach out, you call someone, you text someone, you take a step of vulnerability. By the way, if you're married, this is true for you too. Your spouse can't read your mind. I was working on this episode at a coffee shop with a friend of mine and he's married. And so I was telling him the premise and he just started laughing and he said, oh, it's the same exact thing with marriage. He said 90% of the struggles in marriage stem from a lack of communication. So he told me about how him and his wife, they've been married for several years. They're, they're awesome. Um, and yet all of these years into marriage, they still laugh with each other about how often they get mad at one another in the moment for things they later realize they never even communicated about. So they're getting angry for unmet expectations that they like never even set for themselves. And so this isn't just a problem for single people. This is a problem for people, people, hard stop. And it also means that if your goal is marriage one day, if that's something you want to move toward, one of the big skills you can work on today is communication, openly and honestly communicating how you feel. I know that can be difficult for some of us. And so let let me give you a, a really simple thought to hold on to. So there's this guy in the Bible named Paul who was single by the way. And when it comes to kingdom impact, the apostle Paul is really only second to Jesus. Like Peter's up there, David and Moses, people are are great. But when it comes to like like making a difference and, and moving the church forward, it's Jesus and then it's Paul and then it's everybody else. And so it's easy to read his story and just assume he always had everything together, that he was always on it, always feeling fantastic, always happy, never struggling. But then you get to 2 Corinthians 12 and you realize nothing could be further from the truth. He was struggling and he was pleading with God to take the struggle away. Instead, Here's what God says, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then listen to how Paul responds. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. I love that line. I wonder what would start to change if we started making that our anthem. I'm going to not just accept my weaknesses, not just admit my struggles. I'm going to boast about them. Like we love to call our friends to celebrate our victories. I think that's great. Like absolutely do that. But what if we also started calling our friends to boast about our struggles, about our defeats, uh, about the things that didn't go well today. Because he goes on to write this, that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. 
Read that again. You got to get that last part. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We live in a world that preaches the exact opposite. That when you are strong, then you are strong. So don't show anyone your weakness. But Paul just completely flips it. He says, actually, it's it's when I'm weak. It's actually a, a strength because it forces me to rely on God's truth and God's strength and God's grace. And it's an opportunity to let other people into the struggle because they can't read my mind. And so I have to tell them about it. Here's a line I tell myself all the time. The first move is on me. The first move is on me. Initiate. Ask for help. Your friends can't help you carry your mat if they don't know you're laying on it. You got to tell them about it. Because again, here's the mind game. When you're struggling with anything, but especially loneliness, the enemy will whisper in your ear, see, your friends are completely ignoring you. They know you're struggling. They're just so tired of hearing about it. They're done with you. Look how alone you are. Meanwhile, here's the truth. They don't know you're struggling. Not because they aren't good friends, not because they don't love you, but because they can't read your mind. They don't know. And there's a good chance that for survival, you've learned how to lock a lot of it up, to push it down and hide it, or at least hide a good amount of it in your interactions. The enemy says your friends are ignoring you. It's like, no, they're not. You reach out to them right now, they'll be there. But they're also living their own lives. They have their own battles they're fighting. They're thinking about their own work meetings they have to get to and emails they have to respond to and bills they have to pay and family they have to support and errands they have to run and trips they have to plan. They don't know. They don't know you're struggling. (laughs) They can't read your mind. Well, they should be able to. They can't. And so repeat after me. They don't know I'm struggling. This struggle is actually an opportunity to experience God's grace and let others in on your weakness. There is a gift hidden in this weakness, but you have to take a step. You have to initiate. You have to be the one to make a call or send a text. So wherever this finds you right now, that's my challenge to you. Reach out to someone. Practice vulnerability. C.S. Lewis says to love at all is to be vulnerable. Take a step toward love today by taking a step of vulnerability. And remember, other people can't read your mind. They don't know you're struggling. So ask for help. Boast about your weaknesses because it's actually when you are weak that you are strong.